Okay, you know what? There is an answer to nihilism. Wayman. <laughs> Wayman. Just think of him and then you'll just like, you know what? Hi, I'm Vern. And I'm Michelle. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to... Man of a Media! Hello. Hello. Hey, Miss Ma'am. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Can you tell the people what we are talking about today? We are going to be talking about the amazing, legendary, iconic number one film for me. Lah. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. So just to start us off, I'll read the synopsis very quickly. I'll try to like paraphrase it. So... The movie is about Evelyn. She's our protagonist, played by Michelle Yeoh. And she's navigating an existential crisis. Ooh. Yeah. So she's a Chinese-American immigrant. And she feels like her business, her marriage, and her relationships are all falling apart. And when she visits the tax office one day, things get super weird. So we're thrown into a world of like multiverses. You know, um, her daughter becomes like the antagonist called Jobu Tupaki. And yeah, the movie is, I would say a hot mess, but like in the best way possible. What do you think? Like what were your, what was your first reaction when you watched it for the first time? My first reaction, I was like, oh my God. I was just overwhelmed i felt like i lived a million lifetimes <laughs> like that was what i got immediately after that yeah. like i think there was just one point in the film where i could actually go like you know <laughs> and that was i think the rock scene yeah. the rock scene and then after that after that it got chaotic again all the way up until the end of the film and then i went like yeah, yeah. You need to learn how to breathe while watching this vi- this, this like video. It, yeah, you need to remind yourself that you need oxygen, you know? Like, you need to breathe. Because I forgot a couple of times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is very overwhelming. I think if you watch the film, you will see that the title is really apt. It is really about everything everywhere all at once with the backdrop of looking at the Chinese-American immigrant family situation. That's like the basis of it, but the movie is so much more than just an immigrant story, right? Um, So what was your main takeaway from the film? Hmm, Okay, should we start from... The beninging of the film, <laughs> the beninging. Okay. All right. So the I, the one that um, I I can say that relates to me personally. Yeah. Was the beginning of the film where, um, she was trying to make everything perfect for her father, Evelyn. By she, I mean Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Um, the mother, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, I thought you were talking about me oh. for a second. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, Michelle Yo. Dato, 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 Queen. Go on. She might as well be Queen, you yeah. know. In my eyes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like she was trying to, Evelyn was trying to make everything like perfect for her dad, you know, making sure that the noodles are cooked right. And then, like, even little things like, um, 
like I noticed that she was trying to I think women put like googly eyes on the laundry bags because it makes them look happy yeah you he know? was trying to cheer her up he was just trying to cheer her up because she was like uptight she was like <laughs> yeah. wound up you know like yeah. like a toy you know <laughs> like she was really stressed you know um and i relate to that a lot because that's actually how my dad is as well mm-hmm. and it's probably how my grandma was who like basically raised my dad from the stories that she told me as well mm-hmm. And I see it a lot, like in the way he talks, mm-hmm. um, to how I was raised. You know, my dad was always making sure that like planning is so important. <laughs> planning. He actually has seven Ps. You know, this is like this is his philosophy. Yeah. So like, actually, I don't know how many Ps to be exact they are. But then, like, if let's say, like, for example, if we're like gonna go, we have to do something, right? Like run an errand, like renew IC. And then we forget the like one of the documents that are needed, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, "Yeah, you see, you don't remember ah, p p p p p p." I don't know what the P stand for. I just know one of them is called planning. <laughs> one of them is called prepare, which I don't understand. <laughs> they both mean the same thing, you know. <laughs> Plan and prepare is the same thing, and I don't know what the rest of the P's are. <laughs> but then he always goes p p p p p p p. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so like weird uh. but yeah la, like um i do that if you notice like i think you know we've known each other for quite a while yeah. i'm very like you, you need to make be, sure planning i'm planning and, and make sure and then i would always be scolding you know yeah. like you already do this or not <laughs> you need to make sure you do this or not yeah. you know yeah so i also don't realize it but i do it myself actually i realize it I realize it. <laughs> I realize it. But I then I cannot help but do it because that's how I was raised, you know. So I see it a lot and I understand why because you only you are a product of your own environment, you know. Um and you don't really realize these things until other people point you out just like us when we were watching this film, you yeah. know. Was it like sorry if this question is too personal. Mm-mm. Like you don't have to answer if it is, but was it the same way that your grandma raised your dad? From what I understand, yes. From what I understand from like what the stories that my dad has told yeah. me about her, um, like there are things where like because you know they used my dad didn't grow up in a privileged household. You know he was he lived they slept on like cables and the floor. You know and like um, he would say like you know you people young people nowadays it's you're lucky that I let you guys even sleep past six a.m. You know Popo used to like. Every time it's five o'clock, and if you're still not awake by five or five, she wouldn't even wake you up. She would just throw a bucket of cold water on oh you, gosh, like girl. immediately. She's like, wake up. She's like, wake up, man. <laughs> wake up. It's five o'clock in the morning. The sun's about to be up. You know, yeah. That was how she was. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That it, that does really like show in the film as well. Yeah. yeah, it's really like that whole you pass on how you were raised onto your kids you know i think that's something that like a lot of especially asian households can relate to yeah we eventually like turn into our parents ha 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, bombastic side eye <laughs> you know yeah 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 okay that's interesting yeah i found like i think you mentioned this to me uh previously about how um the way that um, Joy treats her girlfriend Becky is very similar to the way that Evelyn treats her. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you think about like, that? Oh, like 
she I feel that like um I think it's also a reflection of myself as well. Oh my god, this is getting a bit personal, but like um yeah, it's a it's a no 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 no. It's okay. I don't need the tissues yet. Um <laughs> but um yeah, the way I see it, right? It's Evelyn what Evelyn was doing in the first 10 minutes of this film and what Joy was doing, right? Both both of them they were just trying I feel like they were just trying to live up to their parents' approval yeah. and constantly seeking validation from them or like what they perceive their parents would approve of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. And yeah, again, constantly seeking validation, mm-hmm. approval, attention, you yeah. know. Um things like that, you know. Um it's yeah. very like fear-based. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I think that's something that I'm also personally familiar with. Like, it gives you so much anxiety that, like, you're not even conscious that it's happening, you know? I also realized that with, like, mm, my profession, I work with kids. And, like, I see myself repeating, and I'm not proud of this, but, like, sometimes when it gets hard and difficult, I see myself, not that I have children, right? These are, like, (laughs) the kids I work with. So... I see myself repeating the same types of disciplinary actions that my parents would, my mom especially would have put on me or teachers that I were not comfortable with also did with me because I felt like that's something that works, you know? Like the soft approach doesn't work. The gentle approach doesn't work. Perhaps it's something... You know what? I did say previously that I had like no criticisms of the film. Um... But, like, perhaps this is one, you know, like, the gentle, like, realistically, gentle approach to disciplinary ish, like, actions is not always the most productive, you know, or rather the most time efficient. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's something that's hard to reconcile with. But anyway, yeah, I, I relate a lot to that. I see myself, like, repeating the same things that my mom does which is something that Joy also experiences. I remember like there was one time I had this really deep talk with my mom and I told her, I said, you know, this was when I was in a really bad mental state of mind. And then I told my mom, I was like, you know, sometimes I, when I'm at my worst, I really see like, and this is hurtful to her and my dad, but I said to her, I feel like I'm the worst parts of both of you. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? It's like, suck it, right? God bless my mom, man. Like, I'm able to express myself like that with her. Yeah, which is something I feel like Joy doesn't have with her mom. Correct, yeah. You know, like, she's, she tries to. She yeah. actually tries to, but she, she yeah. doesn't get to have that. And a lot of people don't. Yeah, like, yeah. myself included. Like, yeah. you know, like, me, my dad. Well, I mostly talk about my dad, but it's really my parents, right? They yeah. both come from, like, a, the, the boomer generation. Right? And then I think they're, like, a bit... <laughs> older than your parents like think yeah. about a decade or so older than your parents actually how old are your parents uh? my dad is 70 wait what year is it? my dad is 76 jeez uh, yeah seriously yeah i know don't say that he doesn't look his age he come mangto. sorry but yeah. like your dad really doesn't look <laughs> I know. his age yeah wow. um my my mom is 69 years old yeah. Well, that's actually quite a big gap. Uh. Well, yeah. okay, la, not so big. Yeah. La, but I'll tell you the story how they met. Like, another offline, time. La. Another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Um, well, what was our point? 
Oh yeah, different generation. Yes. Yeah, different generation. <laughs> and um, there's like a there's like a what forty? Not even forty. Forty plus, almost fifty years difference between my parents and I, right? So, cause I'm like twenty eight, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like in their seventies. So they've, yeah. so totally, totally so, and it's also like the. I think that's what's different about like your relationship with your parents and my relationship with my parents. The fi- fa- the family dynamic. You guys are a lot more open with each other. Yeah. Um, but that scene where like. Evelyn and Joy, you know, they didn't know how to communicate with each other. Joy is the one trying. I mean, Evelyn tries as well, but she doesn't know how because that's that's how she's always communicated with her daughter as well. And I see instances of that happening with whenever I try to convey, like try to communicate with my parents about it. Um, whenever I talk with my mom about like like recently there was an incident that happened very recently and I was just really hurt about it, so I called her. And then she was like, mm, "Okay, take it easy, you know. Good night. That's <laughs> it, you know. Like I tried, but like, tried. and she also tried. She doesn't know. I can tell she doesn't know what to say as well. Um, um, and I don't even like, like talking about it with my father is like probably not even a thought that crosses my mind, yeah. you know, because I know that he will not like understand mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah." Yeah, you probably can relate to like Evelyn and Joy's dynamic a lot yeah. more than I can. I mean, I can understand it, but like you're right, I do have a more um, open relationship with my. Well, that sounds weird. Yeah. Um, more, like, <laughs> more, our communication is more open, guys. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I said that to open relationship. <laughs> I didn't mean yeah, that. Okay. We meant open communication. Open communication. <laughs> the irony. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like the part um that I think that shows this really well is like when um Joy was telling um Evelyn that you know, it's always like this mom when they were trying to talk. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think Evelyn tried to apologize and then what did she say again uh i think i believe she was like she's like no like you know i'm always free but today cannot today i'm very mm-hmm. busy i have to make sure the laundry i have to arrange yes. invite people to the party and blah blah yeah. blah you know and then like yeah and then outside she says the whole oh, yeah. like oh you are getting fat yeah, yeah you are getting fat but that's not actually you know like i've heard like older people say this like our parents age where they actually really care. They just don't know how to convey that in the way that we can receive it well. I think the movie shows that really Ooh, well. Yeah. Because yeah. like she's calling her daughter fat, right? And that is a very hurtful thing to say. But it comes from a good place. You know, it has there are good intentions there, poor execution. But to her, she's just like, this is the most time efficient way of explaining what I want to say to you. That I care about you, you know, I care about your health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean? like I want you to start eating healthy. Yeah. You know, like get your cholesterol down. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might need to, you know, yeah. cut a little less on the desserts. You know, yeah, like yeah. things like that. She's trying to say that, but yeah. then it just comes out as you're getting fat. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we hear that all the time. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and well, it's a not nice, uh, yeah, a nice not thing nice. to hear. And I've had worse versions of that. I've had like, no, you're. It's, it's not, not just you're getting fat. I've gotten like. Uh, 
Wah, makin bulat jangkau Macam oh bulat So <laughs> And I'm just like Jesus Christ You know like I want to say You know I want to say I'm like Eh makin tua jangkau <laughs> Macam kismis So semua I want to say it right <laughs> But I cannot I still I bite my tongue You know Cause kasihan Sometimes I also get angry bah. I don't understand If I can bite my tongue And not say these things to you You can also do the same to me But it's coming from Two different generations yeah, yes, Right yes. They don't know how to communicate yeah, yeah. <sighs> Oh that is so funny <laughs> <laughs> Because the opera teacher had to go behind the curtain <laughs> yeah. to like she laugh. She had to bite her tongue. She had to really bite her tongue, man. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was about... Um, that was one takeaway yeah. <laughs> that we both had, which is like uh, generational differences and how generational cycles happen. Correct. Like, yeah. Yeah. What was like a, another thing that you took away from the film that you liked like the theme that they touched upon Ooh, okay so what i liked about this film is that although it's geared towards like asian american you know especially asian american like when we look when we look at other films that cover upon this like for example joy luck club joy luck club so it's talking about asian american women is all Asian American women, mothers and daughters, you know, mm-hmm. different generations, and they grew up in completely different, different circumstances, right? So I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is for the Asian Americans, the immigrant children, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised, really, really surprised that mm-hmm. you know we couldn't really. We're Asians. We're not Asian American. We yeah. are like pure Asians, yeah. and we could completely relate to it mm-hmm. in in terms of the dynamic mm-hmm. as well. It's very, very real. Yeah. Um, just in terms of the script as well, like the way uh, Dato Michelle Yo, yeah, yeah Miss Dato, um, spoke her Mandarin as well, because I myself also speak know how to speak Mandarin. It's very. It doesn't sound like a standard Chinese dialect. It just sounds like anything from like the like the, those Chinese aunties that you see that's like selling you know in the kedai runcit or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, like auntie, auntie. All that you know, mm-hmm. like it sounds like that very like every day. I hear it all the time, you know. Yeah. And I was really surprised by it. It's probably because she's Malaysian or so lah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, I like that there's a touch of it, but you know, and they didn't try to make it sound very standard Chinese. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. Yeah. I think we can agree that we felt very seen Oof. watching the film. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In me, uh, for me particularly, it's not just that. It's also like the whole um, nihilism aspect of the film. Yeah, this is a very heavy topic. But Mm -hmm. like, I I mentioned this to both of you before, but I really relate to Joy's character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Joy's character, I think was a really good representation. The film, the writers did so well in trying to encapsulate the feeling of nihilism, not just in the visual aspect of the film, but also through the character Jobu Tupaki. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. I feel like... It, it, 
the movie when I first watched it, it really I felt so understood. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> tissue been, time. Nice tissue time. Full disclosure, guys. This is like our second time recording for this episode, and the first time I was also trying to hold like my tears. I'll try to do it this time. Um, but yeah, like Joy's character, it's like heavily depressed mm. because she. If you've watched the film, you know this. So it's a spoiler alert if you haven't. Um, her character goes through this like training on how to verse jump, where she tries to experience all different versions of herself in different universes um, and do that to the fullest of her potential. And she manages to do it because her mom, Evelyn, pushed her. She saw her as a gifted child and then like really pushed her to that potential, that full glass, you know, till it broke. And then her her sense of self became fragmented. Shattered, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like obviously my own personal experience is not that intense, but I do understand that whole like pushing you to be your fullest potential. Correct. Yeah. And like when you there's actually a Bible verse I don't know about the Quran, <laughs> obviously, the <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my producer. But like, um, there's a Bible verse. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I'm paraphrasing, okay? The more you know, like the more knowledge you have, the more sorrow comes with it. Do you, do you know that verse? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there's a verse in the yeah. Bible that says I'm that. I'm part-time Christian only. I mean, when I need help, then I go pray. <laughs> Just kidding, just Fun kidding. fact, Burns, Burns' contact used to be Saint Bernadette. <laughs> the Catholic. <laughs> anyway. Okay, yeah. Protestant. <laughs> anyway, there's, there's, yeah, there's a Bible verse that says that I think there are similar um, sentiments in different religions lah, on the same thing. Like, the more you know, the more depressed lah, you will feel. And that's basically what happened to Joy. You know, I feel like my growing up, I learned so much about the world and then it eventually just became overwhelming. Um, And it took a long time for me to try and learn how to not let that crush me. You know what I mean? Like to try and live with that. And that's what this film is like about, right? It's like trying, being aware that everything is happening everywhere all at once and it is overwhelming and too much and just overbearing you know it makes you feel like you want to turn into a rock Mm -hmm. right so you don't feel anything at all instead of everything but it's learning how to accept that and then like just you know accept it and continue living life and Mm -hmm. choosing to live life yeah and living in the moment basically is also what it's saying Mm because um Excuse you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there's there's one scene towards the. It's a very it's very very last scene actually, Mm-mm. where um, Evelyn has already gone through all the, all the you know she's been through all the universe, all the different versions of herself. She's lived through it, right? Yeah. And they're back at the IRS office Mm-mm. doing taxes with the daughter this time, and. Uh, she gets distracted by the sounds of all the other universes and then she turns her head towards it and then um the irs agent was like 
Evelyn, are you with us? And he's like, yes, I'm listening. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that's sort of like a symbolism for trying to live in the moment. You yeah. know, you're, if you let yourself that's a good way of putting it. get into, you listen to all the, vo- like everything, if you get involved in everything, everything gets too depressing. You yeah. know, if you don't think about it too much, lah, is basically what I'm saying. When you, mm-hmm. when you, if you think too much, you get more depressed. So better mm. just don't think. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's like really coming to terms with the what ifs in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Evelyn was that character. Like Correct. she, yeah. the whole film, she's trying to like come to terms with accepting all the possibilities that she didn't take, mm. you know, and what her life could have been. Oh my God. You know that line when she says to um, Wayman, I saw what my life was like without you. I wish you could have seen it. Oh, Ooh, girl. Well, I was like, <laughs> yeah. and then like, he Fuck was like, you. he was, Um, I think Alpha Wayman went into the body, yes. the body for a bit. And he's like, no, no, no. Can you leave for a bit? I need to tell my husband how great my life was yeah, without him. And she like, didn't want to leave. <laughs> and she didn't want to like, she wanted to like, she really tell him, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh my God. But you know, at the end of the movie, yeah. she like, comes to accept it you know you know that whole like dialogue she has with oh yeah at the this end yeah yeah oh. yeah the one where she was like it doesn't make sense like why would i choose to uh why would i choose to be here with you when yeah. i could have all these other lives be living in all these other lives right yeah. but i still am i still want to be here with you because it's the one that matters yeah. to that evelyn in that universe yes, you correct. know it's about Ooh. making that choice to mm. live in the moment. Yeah, that's live a really good moment, way of putting it. Yeah. I actually didn't consider that. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Smart things. Oh, look at her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, I think um, if you haven't watched the film, please do. Nihilism. I love that topic a lot. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, it yeah. does get like a bit depressing though. Mm. I mean like, I feel like Especially if um, we're like young adults, or even if you're full-on adults, you're in your thirties or forties. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has at least gone through that moment, yeah. like that period of nihilism. I mean, I myself have gone through it as well. Yeah. You have gone through it as mm-hmm. well. Um, but my God, like I think that it's really relatable. Yeah. To, it's not just because it's like Asian and everything. It's a lot of things. It's just yeah. life in yeah. general. Correct. You know. It's, it's a reflection of how messy life is. Yes. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's not nihilism. It's maybe more absurdism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the style of the film is very absurdist. So that yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. Because they want to reflect like how how chaotic life can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, okay. So I had a thought earlier. Something about nihilism. Mm. yeah when i first watched the film um i'll be honest i felt more depressed after watching the film for the first time i didn't share it with you guys Mm -mm. but i actually felt super depressed after watching it i saw someone on reddit had the same experience and i was like okay why so because like um the movie doesn't actually give an antidote to nihilism you know what I mean? It mm. doesn't. It just tells you... Like, when I first watched it, it doesn't have, like, the whole typical Hollywood happy ending. Like, everything yeah. is, like, solved and everything's perfect now. They finally get it. They get the answer to their questions, you know? It's, like, very real, but, like, this is it. 
just gotta live with it and choose yeah. to live with it. And it made me feel depressed because I don't know. Perhaps I was low key hoping that like I would get some sort of enlightenment from it, mm. which I did the second time watching it. Right, which is Wayman's character. Oh, yeah. What a ball of sunshine, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he's so sweet. He is. <sighs> oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. you know what? There is an answer to nihilism. Wayman. <laughs> Wayman. <laughs> just think of him, and then you're just like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, he's so sweet. Yes, he. Oh, oh. There's one line that Evelyn says. She was like, um, I'm paraphrasing, but she said like. I, I know now that the universe gave me someone kind or something oh, like that. Oh, yes, yes. You know what I mean? And my daughter also has that yeah, as well. Yeah, she was talking about Becky. Oh, no. Someone who is patient, loving, and is always supporting me. Yes, something like that. Yes, Oh. Yeah. And that's like, it's such a beautiful way of looking at how to deal with life ba? Sure. because you can make that choice right like yeah. you can either just choose to succumb to all the chaos and emo like feelings you know like life sucks everything sucks like i hate my life i hate the people around me i hate myself blah 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 but you can also choose to like evelyn says in the film like there's always something to love you know i think there is a there is such thing as being too positive like toxic positivity oh, yeah. but the film does well in like making that balance ba. you know like accepting that yes things suck but there's always someone or something to love you know yeah. like Wayman oh Wayman the Wayman. best there's he's always, so kind there's always a silver lining I think to yeah. any situation in yeah. your life as well yeah, yeah. and also like Choosing to be kind is not a weakness, you know? Choosing to be kind is a different type of strength. I think everyone can relate to this. Like, when you're just, like, in a bad mental state. Yeah. Girl, it's so hard to, like, just be kind, you know? Like, it's so hard to be, like, loving when you're not in a place to even love yourself, you know? There's even, like... um you know, you know, like the line that like Wayman says that, like, you know, I know you're a fighter, but and I know you yes. see me being kind as like something like a weakness. But this is how I fight. I choose to be kind, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, that's very relatable to us as well, because like right now, even if we choose to be kind, there's always like going to be assholes. Yeah. Who, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be assholes who's going to treat you like shit or yeah. they're going to they're going to say, like, oh, she's it's she's being fake or yeah, he's being yeah. fake you know it's not genuine you yeah know? um or just people are just general assholes to you mm-hmm. and it's so difficult to not be an asshole to back. not be an asshole back like yeah. for me like, very very difficult and that's also like very the what is that the climate of social media or just society yeah people around our age in general is like uh if if this is me uh, like if you cannot accept me then whatever i don't care you know i'm just gonna be like this i'm a bitch you know and they're very proud of it actually to be honest i'm also very guilty of that uh, as well <laughs> but yeah but yeah like um it's a very difficult and then we might think that you know it's not something easy to do but it is a choice yeah that 
a difficult choice and yeah. of course nothing comes easy it takes effort just mm-hmm. like in just like in the last scene that i mentioned before it took effort for evelyn to just stay present you know yeah to even choose to be kind yeah. you know because if she just let herself she can just let she will end up being like joku tubaki you know? and she did for a moment and she did and she saw that that yeah. wasn't the answer yeah you know yeah, yeah. so I, final final thoughts i think everyone and especially anyone who look at me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there Prepos- prepositions or something <laughs> anyway um i think anyone can benefit everyone actually can benefit from watching this film and if you find it confusing or too chaotic you know that's on you at least you watch it or watch it again or just yeah i'll just watch it again just like michelle you know i watched it three times it's fine you know like i still feel like crying you know especially like there are a few scenes um but it's an amazing amazing film visually um story-wise yeah um the themes that were discussed yeah just everything music choices everything mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah i don't it's not something that this one okay the, the previous episode we said that okay go don't think too much uh, no thoughts head empty right <laughs> the barbie this episode one, this one is um little bit of thoughts not so empty you know <laughs> little bit of thoughts you do need to come in with a few you know you cannot come in completely empty because if not you're gonna be you're gonna be confused yeah. yeah i mean if you do come in empty you definitely will not leave with empty oh, yeah. yep your head will Washer. be full but with Very like full. full of things that is good for you to think about yeah you know yeah yeah critical thinking critical yeah. thinking wow not critic yeah yeah critical thinking <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 all right oh Ooh. Is there anything? So we've talked, we've just raved about this film, mm-hmm. right? Is there anything that you don't like about this film for you? Mm. I think I did mention it earlier, but I forgot what I said. Not gonna lie, because <laughs> I love the movie so much. Mm. I really do. Because it's like a, I think for me personally, the movie can simply be boiled down to choosing love over fear. Whether it be like with your relationships, with like what you want to do in life, like that choice is always there in any given moment and always trying to do your best to choose kindness and love over fear. Because that's something like I think I personally struggle with a lot and I try to live my life that way. But let me tell you, it do be hard. It really do be difficult. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like watching the movie last night was like a really great reminder for me because I have not been the kindness, the kindest to the people around me recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that movie really w- woke me up and reminded me of like how I personally want to choose to live my life. Like I even texted my mom after being like, "Okay, I'm gonna go sleep now." I don't never, I never do that. <laughs> like, why am I telling her I'm going to sleep? You know, she's yeah. not even here. But I texted her and I said, um, "I'm gonna sleep now, ma. Like, good night. I love you." And I never, I don't really text her telling her I love her, but I did, and I, I know she appreciated it. <laughs> love you, mom. Yeah, Aww. yeah, I really do. Like, it, it was a good reminder for me, and I think like. For anyone who's feeling like despondent or like very 
whatever about life at the moment, it's a good movie for you to watch. Like it's really cathartic and very therapeutic to watch it. Correct. For sure. Question. What yes. does despondent mean? Like want to give up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Alright. I think so lah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We can yeah. fact check later. I actually wanted to ask you the first time we were recording. I just didn't know when to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to Google it. It's in between. okay. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah lah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks for listening, guys. Right, like the last book that's holding up Michelle's microphone. Like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. And also let us know what you think. Um, if you've watched the film already, what were your main takeaways from the film and if you liked it or not? Thanks. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>